I want to welcome everybody to the first ever Student Ambassadors Diversity Table. And then let's do some introductions for our listeners. That's right. That's right. Very exciting. So let's swing around and say um, your name. And then when we start chatting today, let's say, hey, this is Nia from Ohio. And bam, whatever you want to say, okay? All right. So Nia, introduce yourself. Hey, this is Nia. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and I study psychology and graphic design here. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, this is Haley. Um, I am from Los Angeles, and I study criminal criminal justice. Hi, I'm Daniela. I'm from here, from Fresno, um, the county, and I study uh, liberal studies, and um, that's about it. Great. <laughs> Whoa. Hi, I'm Drew. I am a junior here studying theater, and I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, and I am pastor, and this is a window to look through, and I'm sitting with my daughters around this incredible uh, table, and today I get the privilege of listening to some of the greatest minds that God has on this campus, and we are going to be dealing with uh, some issues of diversity. So let me start this with the conversation. Welcome, ladies. And um, what is diversity to you? What is it? And let's swing back this way. Drew, you go for it first. What is it? All right. Well, if I had to define diversity in my own words, I would say it is a combination of different uh, backgrounds of people. Hmm. Okay, cool. Daniela? Well, um, like she said, I always thought of it um, something that makes us all different in a way, and sometimes we don't like to own up to that because of who we are. Okay. So it, it's just... Um, the focus on who everyone else looks at us to be, but in reality, we're something else. Okay. All right. Yeah. For you. Um, I would say. This is Haley from this LA. Is Haley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that it is a um a a common area where a group of people from different different demographics mm-hmm. are sharing. Mm, Cool. All right, Ms. Nia. This is Nia from Cleveland. I feel like diversity is um, a broad spectrum of people from different uh, religious backgrounds, different ethnic backgrounds, different cultural backgrounds, um, just from everywhere around the world. And uh, I feel like diversity is important, too, because you can't be well-rounded. You can't be knowledgeable about the world if you don't have different perspectives from different people. Cool. Nice. That was all good. Y'all was all safe with those political answers, and I appreciate that. (laughs) But let me throw this out here. So, diversity is not man's idea. Diversity is God's idea. He created all of us different, right? And there are no two creatures alike, no two plants alike, no two fish in the sea alike, right? Everything that he's ever made has been made diverse. So why is it that we have an issue with what God has developed. Jump in there. Let me hear. Why, why do we have an issue with diversity? Why is it a problem? 
I feel like there's an issue with diversity because of racism. Mm. And racism has been taught throughout the world. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's not just in America. Um, even though in America it's mostly uh, like a race war, per se, mm-hmm. against black and whites. Mm-hmm. And um, in different countries it's, it's different. But um, I feel like we have a problem with, uh, race, with diversity because of racism and because of lack of understanding um, of one, on, one another and things like that. Wow. So racism, do you think, gives diversity a bad name? It can. Okay. I feel Anybody else want to jump in on that? Um, I do. Uh, one of the things that we spoke about, I want to say last week, Pastor, that really got me thinking is historically if you look back because you said God made everyone diverse Mm -hmm. well look back in the timeline where specific races or ethnicities were dominating at a time there Mm -hmm. was a time where Egypt had its age there was a time where Asia had its empire and we happen to be at the time where Europeans are dominating and I have a thought about the reason why diversity exists has to do with something that God is trying to teach us that mm. I don't know if we've fully learned yet, and I don't think we know what that question is, mm. but we've made a lot of progress if you look back. Mm. Um, I, I think it opens up the reason why people are all different and look different and we have all those issues has to do with a lesson that humanity needs to work mm. through, and I think just living every day is kind of us working through that. That's powerful, Drew. That's powerful. So what I think I hear you saying is that diversity can be something God uses to teach us lessons about ourselves, right? Deep. I like it. What do you think, ladies? Jump in there. Why do we have these problems with diversity? Why are we afraid of it? I can go on day with this passage. Well, go. Let me hear you. Well, the reason why we have a problem today in 2019 with it is because of man created, man uh, separated us by color. Mm. God didn't separate us. Mm-hmm. So since uh, since that German man started it, I forgot his name and what year, but he categorized each uh, color with a description. Okay. And um, since then, everybody else followed suit. Mm. And so, um, a problem with diversity is stereotypes. So as soon as we see somebody, we automatically assume that they're this person because oh, of the stereotype. Okay. So people may not know me, but as soon as I walk in, I'm a loud black girl. But they never talk to me, never see me. But that's already their stereotype. Yeah. Got it. Mm. So the problem with that is, I say because of the stereotypes that that man created years ago okay all right all right i feel you Haley from la (laughs) (laughs) guys what about this idea though so race racism is what we would call is a social construct yeah in other words god didn't create racism no he created races right human the human race or humanity right Mm -hmm. so racism is an outworking of a social construct that's used to divide us by classes or by color, right? To put one person against another. Uh, So what do we do with that problem? What do you think, Daniela? Talk to me. Um, I feel because I come from a family Mexican heritage, Mm -hmm. so um, like... 
like Haley said, uh, as soon as you you walk in somewhere, your your view to how people are like seeing you is mm-hmm. is is really it's really hard mm. to be living in 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 a diverse world where uh. everyone is just like attacking the way you look or yeah, yeah. The, way, the way um people people have become and made you this one thing that you're not mm-hmm. and then everyone's just judging you because of that mm. and it's it's always going to be a problem and i think that because before that it's just become something different okay as of to how we started okay thank you so how do we deal with it do we all just run to our corners and play to our colors our fears no. why not oh. <laughs> this, this is really interesting to me because i don't think a lot of people will talk about this and they'll say yeah. we need to do something there something <laughs> needs to be done like uh-huh. we need to make a plan and take that plan and pursue that plan okay i don't think it's something that's a specific plan or a specific whatever i think it's already in the works and i this is kind of an optimistic point of view i do have other negative points of view but the optimistic one is that (laughs) with technology with social media yeah it brings a lot of negativity but the youth our generation Uh is completely different from the ones that are in power right now holding office and it's only what like a 50 60 year gap uh-huh i think with every coming generation there is some sort of uh understanding and kind of motivation where it's kind of cool to be an ally it's cool to okay. uh, make sure others are included and obviously that's not true like a, a cover thing but i've noticed that at least with technology and social media the truth is out there for a lot of people that normally wouldn't be able to uh, even know it exists or diversity is a thing. Okay, so optimistically, that's good news, right? There's hope. What I heard you saying is, Pastor, your generation screwed it up, but mine is going to fix it. <laughs> no, right? no, no. I think we're slowly getting there. But yeah, kind of. I got it. I feel you. I feel like um, also what could help um, fix like their whole racism thing mm-hmm. and um, have people be more, more understanding is to stay true to themselves. Like what? Fi- like, finding who you are, not what you're stereotyped as, um, what your family wants you to be. Um, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't be so influenced by what your culture is telling you that you should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Try to figure out who you should be within yourself because that's you, you know? You, you're going to have to live, to live with yourself for your whole life. Okay. So, you need to find yourself and express yourself how you feel like you should express yourself not how people are supposed to, are saying that you're supposed to act right okay so let me push back on that right oh Haley got a comment i, I think i got the best one let's, let's hear it. <laughs> so i think the way to fix it is really none of us living right now so our kids when when, our, when my generation and the generation below me decide to have kids we teach them love and positivity. So okay. that way, mm-hmm. there, there will be no stereotype. There will be none of this. Because all they see is another person. And okay. they have no choice but to love that person. Because that's what mommy and daddy taught them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, right. everybody now already has their mindset. We can all say that we're this and we're not this. But everybody already has a mindset. When this different person from a different color comes in, you already assume that they're like this. Period. 
Mm-hmm. We can say that we're not, but that's just what it is. Uh-huh. So if when we have kids, we teach them differently than what we were taught. Okay. So that way it can follow suit. And when they go to school, they could be like, oh, I love you. Uh-huh. And then the other kid from a different color be like, I love you too. Uh-huh. Or they learn to love them because mm-hmm. that kid's showing nothing but love. Okay. Right? All right. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a paradigm shift. Yeah, for the it's next generation, right? right? Because <laughs> you say it's not going to happen because of our own experiences, yeah. yeah, right? That taint the way we think. I want to push back on that. You guys ready? No. no. <laughs> well, here's why. So, humanity, according to the Bible, is a fallen creature, right? Mm-hmm. Because of sin, sin separated us from God, and it created this rebellion against God, His plan. And what's best for our life. Out of that sin, you get things like racism, right? Me mistreating my brother or my sister because they don't look like me. That's a part of the fall. But when God's plan um, was to send Jesus, he was to undo everything that was done, right? So he creates a new kingdom, a new people, a new family of folks from the fall, right? And in this kingdom thinking, we come up with this idea called kingdom diversity. Kingdom diversity is what we call biblical shalom with God, peace with God, and biblical shalom with man. It makes the form of the cross, right? So no matter what, what, what color my sister is, because she's made in the image of God, I see her through the lenses of the cross, So it doesn't matter where you're from or what side of the tracks you're from. You're my sister or you're my brother in Christ, right? And that has to shoot down everything else I've been taught. But what about the ones who don't believe in God? I think your, I'm going to call it the Haley plan. Okay. (laughs) I think the Haley plan for teaching others how to live and how to work together really is what God had in store for us. You just said, well, let's just teach this next generation because they're young. But I think God wants us to do the Haley plan, just like in Drew's format. It's an optimistic approach to humanity, right? Okay. I think it's huge. And Neil was on to something, too. We have to make the decision personally mm-hmm. that I'm not going to let this person or this race or this class of people dictate to me who I can date who I can love, who I can hang out with. I'm going to make my own decisions, right? Mm -hmm. Not based on my plan, but based on what God says is best. What do you think? I think what we all said is connected. I think that kingdom diversity, what you're talking about, is definitely prevalent, definitely here. Um, And it's only increased in size and multitude. I also think... And this is just from my perspective as somebody who um, has looked at different religions, have friends with different religions. Sometimes it's maybe in a different word or mm-hmm. a different term, but the feeling and what's in between those words and that definition, that true love, mm-hmm. I think that is what people are really trying to aiming to be and Mm. it's only increasing and the way that Haley said you need to teach to your kids that's how you join that kingdom you need to be true to yourself you need to make that decision everyone all humans are born not within that kingdom but because Jesus 
lived and did what he did, we have the option to decide that, mm-hmm. to join that kingdom, but it's not a necessary, like, go ahead, pass, you're in. Thing. I like it. I like it. It's a lot of pressure to um, deter from that, though. Why? Social media. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what does that pressure look like? Well, um, my question is, what will happen to those who who don't want to do, like, those who are still um, still left behind and were like, your your parents won't ever teach you that or they didn't teach you that so I'm gonna be the way my parents were with me to my kids mm. mm-hmm. so I don't understand I wouldn't understand how maybe um we want yeah we want to change the way we we teach um our kids but what happens to those to those um that are not being taught the mm-hmm. way that Haley will be taught teaching her her kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe through her through her kids, the other kids are gonna want to be like like her kids because mm-hmm. um, they're they're being raised to be um, without diversity mm-hmm. with with um, the ones who are white or Mexican, um, black, mm-hmm. whatsoever the fact that it is. But I'm thinking there's always um, going to be that one bigger group mm-hmm. and that bigger group can overtake the mm. the, the small group of, of those who don't want to follow mm-hmm. and they're always going to be put in a bad place because of that. So there there's... Um, there's I feel like there's going to be a point where there we, we wouldn't have to worry about um, anyone ruin, ruining that for for us. Mm-hmm. But as as of now, that's how it how my point of view is of 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 everything. Um, just the way how we want to make better, but who's gonna help us make better now? Yeah, because. It, it the world is so corrupt now mm-hmm. that there, there's not a lot of change we can do mm. by being one unless we all uh, we all put it in a place where everyone wants to join mm-hmm. and everyone everyone is going to agree to that mm-hmm. so like i said for a child who was raised not not the correct way is going to want to be be that same parent for their child their yeah. child yeah. but we can make we we can um teach them that it's not always that way mm-hmm. that there's different ways to to um be raised differently because um i have family who now their their parents are so bad with them it's like they don't care about them mm-hmm. and i've always grown with the family in which oh i'm i'm loved mm-hmm. i'm loved and um i'm i was taught to be lo- love love lovable with everyone else who's not mm-hmm. like me and and um even my own family sometimes they they call us names and mm-hmm. and just because they're whitewashed mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. whatsoever the fact is they, oh, they yeah, like yeah. to make a point of of you just because they think they have that right but right. they don't but because right. if if they've taught you to love then you're gonna lo- love everyone who who is is um different than you mm-hmm. because that's what we were talking yeah. about yeah i would like to add on to what she was saying so about the whole raising the children thing um i feel like a lot of that comes with raising kids is them going to school every day. Mm -hmm. And so I think the school system needs to change. I feel like Americans are so ignorant when it comes to um, different different nationalities, different ethnicities, because it's not taught. I couldn't even tell you where some states are. Like, it's Mm -hmm. that bad, like it's not taught. Like, I couldn't tell you where some countries are because it's something that we kind of brush over in the school system. And I feel like 
Um, for the parents that don't teach the kids how to love everybody, no matter what their skin color is, no matter what their background is, and that's um, social background too, like, um, yeah. like, because there's poor kids, wealthy kids, everything in between. Um, I feel like that needs to be taught within the schools um, how to love your your neighbor just because they're human. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They go right. through the same things as you do. Right. Um, maybe they don't go through everything that you go through, but they still go through something. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that needs to be taught. Like the love needs to be taught. The cult different cultures need to be taught so that kids aren't so ignorant to it so that they aren't so quick to be racist mm -hmm. and um, have those negative images and, and thoughts about people that aren't like them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Powerful. So what, what I heard Daniela say is, yeah, pastor, but what about this clash of the kingdoms? So here we are, kingdom people, right? Seeing things through, Jesus said, do this, and I'm going to love people regardless, no matter where they're from. But what about those people who don't want to be raised with the words of Christ, right? Then how do we affect change? And then I heard you saying, yeah, we can still affect change even without those people being on board, right? Mm -hmm. You have to do it regardless to others that will buy into it. And I heard you say, Nia, that our country is illiterate. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, <laughs> illiterate when it comes to understanding the essence of humanity, that we're all different, we're all made different for a reason. And we come to the table with all these various cultures. One is not better than the other, right? Mm -hmm. But And how come we don't teach that? Because right. in the school system, they glorify America and what America, mm. what they think is great and what they thought was powerful. Mm -hmm. They don't They don't talk about the downfalls or, well, if they do, they may, you know, Gloss slide in slavery, mm -hmm. slide in a genocide here and mm -hmm. there, maybe a mass shooting. Mm -hmm. But um, they don't. They don't talk about the negative parts of America within the public school systems. Right. Is that good or bad? That's really bad um, because, I mean, the Native Americans were the first people here, but mm -hmm. they say that Christopher Columbus and his people came and founded America. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I feel like they kind of brainwashed us in a way to mm -hmm. believe what they want us to believe um, rather than um, having like a minority be the person, you know, Winning, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Like so, would it have been out. properly taught to say, yeah, Christopher Columbus came here and he robbed yeah. from the Native Americans? Yeah. Took that's, them in, right? that's what he did. <laughs> How would we look at the majority culture people then? Look at them differently. The same we would. Now. Okay. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> yeah, Talk to so me. bad. <laughs> yeah. Evil? Would they be evil? And then how do you tell how do you tell a majority every, culture people? They're all evil because they're not. not. Yeah. Okay. But um some have their part, some have their ways. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh tearing down the rest to be above everybody. Okay, now let me go yeah. back to something Drew nailed in the opening statements. Civilizations come and go. Right? Mm -hmm. And dynasties. And civilizations come and go. So you had the Egyptians at one time ruling the world, right? The Assyrian, all all the various Asians and different groups rule the world. And now you have the Europeans on center stage. Mm -hmm. 
Would you say that in every civilization this problem existed? Yeah. Wait a minute. You mean black people can be mean to black people? Yeah, of course. Anybody can be mean to... Latinos, two daughter against Latinos? Yes, because... <laughs> like, I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. I have, um, I have a cousin who um, is Mexican, but... Is is like half white, okay. so just because he's half white, um, he feels like he has that 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 power to mm-hmm. tell me, oh, you're a, you're a Mexican and wow. Mexicans are immigrants, and then they do this and they're rapists and wow. this and this. See, so like their own things, their own th- their own um, mm. like just a little that they have that uh-huh. they they, they ha- they're able to say that they're white mm-hmm. just feel they they feel like with the power to tell someone who's who's not their race mm-hmm. something that it's is is not it's obviously not true mm-hmm. because we're we're not all bad yeah maybe mm-hmm. mexicans um at some point or or still at a point are doing bad things, but not just because those Mexicans are doing um, those bad things means that we are too. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So being Mexican don't make you do bad things. No. You know, black people. Do you oh. think all black people get along? Not no. at all. No. I know they. What don't. you say? All right. <laughs> no. Give me an example. Well, we got gangs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. We have. <laughs> Different class. Mm-hmm. Give me an example. So there are black people, black people who make you know a good amount of money, mm-hmm. and then there's some that don't. So they they're looked down upon. Which ones are looked down upon? The ones who don't make as much, not okay. middle class. By the ones that make. A yeah. Lot of money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you got bougie. Then you got ghetto. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You Break it down. Give <laughs> <laughs> <need> some adjectives. <laughs> People within the same race don't get along either, and it could be because, like she said, colorism. Colorism. There you go. Define it for me. Colorism, what is it? When you're on a lighter uh, scale of the spectrum, you're more um, dominant. I guess. I guess you're part of the majority mm-hmm. because you're lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're on the darker skin of the spectrum, you're considered, you know, dirty, ignorant, mm-hmm. etc. Anybody know the history of the Rwandan genocide? No. You guys were all babies then, probably not I born. Even born. But in <laughs> Africa, there's a country called Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Rwanda, they call it, if you pronounce it right. But they had a race war. And everybody, if you've been to Africa, everybody black, the whole continent, right? right. But there was a group that were, when the Dutch running the country, uh, they selected a certain group, class of people, and they began to have babies, and they grew these light-skinned uh, blacks and they favored them over the others and down through the years a hatred and a resentment began to build and finally a national genocide was launched to purge the country of their own people and the whole world stood behind and watched these this this country turn in on itself. It's called the Rwandan genocide. We'll have to bring it to the table and talk about Mm -hmm. it. But it gets at exactly what you guys are getting at. Now, this is the same homogeneous people from the same background having hatred against each other, right? So it's not just a black-white issue, Mm -hmm. right? 
Jealousy. What else? Greed. Oh greed. God. No, keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Jealousy, greed, uh, insecurity. Insecurity. Yeah. I feel like all of the emotions or feelings that like increase the separation all have to do with like not even in just America, but you're right with the education, but like mm-hmm. the entire world. If you look at Maslow's yes. hierarchy, of, hierarchy of needs. Uh, we need clothing. We need shelter mm-hmm. before we can think or do anything else, and we will do anything as humans this. to get it if we can't have it. Yeah, yeah. Which includes killing other people, which mm-hmm. includes stealing from other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, America, we're modernized, so maybe instead of killing or stealing, we might just be racist or rude to other people to make ourselves feel better because there's an inequality, there's a separation, and the ones that do have it feel like they can't give it Very up good, and man. it's just a catch-22 situation where mm-hmm. until everyone has what they need to survive there's always going to be all of these issues of greed and jealousy and mm-hmm. insecurity and all of that so basically people in charge now need to die so we can just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're getting basically. there but that's good that's funny the people in government do not want to which and is understandable and i, I don't want to vilify either side because it shouldn't be a side thing yeah. it should be a as a people we need mm-hmm. to make make it so that we all have enough to survive and be happy and live thank you for saying that daughter i want to just um add from the the theological side of the table okay <laughs> the bible calls that sin mm-hmm. and it's in every human being mm-hmm. on every continent in every generation. And the antidote for sin is God's total forgiveness and his reconciliation with man. So when I no longer become uh, hostile toward my brother or living in opposition with him, it's because something has happened inside of me. It's the change. You're right. You nailed down the basic Maslow's hierarchy of our needs. That's critically important. But it is possible for me to have all my needs met and for me to still be tripping on somebody because they don't look like me or I don't like their hair or whatever that may be. Right. Right. And that's sin. Mm -hmm. And sin is a thing that causes division or calls man to rebel against man and to rebel against God. Well, it's been 30 minutes. It's been an incredible conversation. It's just part one. We are defining diversity and what it means and what those problems are. So we're going to sign off from now. This is Pastor saying goodbye. Goodbye, it's Drew. Goodbye, it's Daniela. It's Haley. Bye-bye. This is Nia saying bye. (laughs) (laughs) And we will be back with you guys at the next appointed time. This has been a window to look through. Thank you so much. These are my daughters, the student ambassadors of diversity with Fresno Pacific University. Talk to you next time.